Let's send it back out to the field. Mike Watts, Nick Legerifo recapping a 27-24 thrilling victory for the Fordham Rams. Thank you very much, DJ. Fordham comes away, a 27-24 win over the eighth-ranked team in the country. The Rams team is already ringing the victory bell. Matt Morrow is with Fordham head coach Joe Moorhead at midfield. Matt? Coach, you just took down the number eight team in FDS. How did this feel? Uh, it's a little bit surreal right now, to tell you the truth. I, uh, you know, I challenged our kids uh, for this game. That when uh, the finding moments occur in your life, you define the moment or the moment defines you. And uh, I told them they had an opportunity to make history for the school and show that we're a legitimate top 25 team that can compete for national championship. And, uh, and they did it. So um, I couldn't be more proud of the team, the coaches, the players, uh, the students, fans, everyone who came out to support us. It was an unbelievable night for Fordham football. Do you think this win puts Fordham into the national spotlight and gets you guys more respect around FCS? I'm not sure about all that. I know it's a win over a top-10 team, and it's one win. And, uh, you know, we're going to enjoy it tonight. We're going to get better off on the morning, and we're going to turn our focus to Temple. So uh, it was certainly pretty cool. How is your defense able to hold a Villanova offense just three points in the second half? Great game planning, tremendous effort, and great execution. Uh, they just they refused to be denied. It was awesome. You told me going into halftime you wanted to limit the turnovers on the offensive side. Did you stress turning the ball over on them? Because you did it multiple multiple times in the second half. It was really the key to the game. We talk about our keys to victory. Uh, I don't have them with me here, but, I mean, you know, uh, limit turnovers offensively and uh, create them defensively, and, and they did it. I mean, they, they – I mean, like I said, all the credit goes to these kids. They did an unbelievable job. This is the biggest win of your uh, head coaching career so far. Head coaching career, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. There's not a, there's not a close second right now. So it's, it's a great feeling. I'm proud of these kids. They did an unbelievable job. Well, congratulations, guys. Guys, back upstairs to you. Thank you very much, Matt and Joe Moorhead. One of the truly good guys of FCS football and. Well, obviously, this is maybe the crowning achievement as his second year at Fordham as a head coach. And all those years he played quarterback tonight must be extremely special for the Fordham second-year head coach. With that, we send it back to Rose Hill. For those of you watching on the Patriot League Network, we thank you and hope you have a good night. For those of you listening on WFUV, here's DJ Sixsmith. All right, Watsy, thanks so much. Back here to Rose Hill Studios, this is DJ Sixsmith with the one-on-one postgame report. So your final score. Fordham 27, Villanova 24. But how do we get there, folks? There was a lot of action in the first half, and we're going to recap it right now. Michael Niebrick, the starting quarterback for the Rams, transferred him from UConn. He came to big games like this. But first, we're going to get Anthony Pusick involved here. We're going to go around the, around the country with a one-on-one scoreboard. The one-on-one scoreboard. Starting off in tennis, the U.S. Open final is set as number one Novak Djokovic will take on number two Rafael Nadal. Djokovic just edged out number nine Stanislas Warinka in five sets, 2-6, 7-6, 3-6, 6-3, 6-4. 6-4. And Nadal took out number eight Richard Gasquet in three straight sets, 6-4, 7-6, 6-2. A couple of other games going on in the Patriot League right now. Early on in the fourth, Georgetown leads Davidson 35-6. At the end of the third, Lafayette and Sacred Heart are tied at 17. End of the third, Bucknell 27, Marist 14. And late in the third, it's Colgate 30, Colgate 20 and Albany 30. Excuse me. We have a couple other games going on. A local game already final as the Stony Brook Seawolves have blanked URI 24 to nothing. A couple other games going on. Top 25 action. Number 7, Texas A&M. 27-7 over Sam Houston State late in the second. End of the first. And number 9, LSU is all over UAB 20 to nothing. 
early, uh, middle of the first, num- uh, number 17, Michigan leading 3-0 over number 14, Notre Dame. Number 15, Texas and BYU are still in a delay, but in the in middle of the second quarter, it's, num- it's number 16, Oklahoma, 10-7 over West Virginia. Late in the third, number 19, Northwestern has a 34-13 lead over Syracuse. And in the middle of the third, it's number 22, Nebraska, 49, Southern Mississippi, 13. In the MLB, the Yankees start pitching gets shelled once again by the Boston Red Sox for the third straight game as the Bronx Bombers lose 13-9. And if that wasn't enough, Yankee captain Derek Jeter had a CT scan on his left ankle after the game, but the initial results came back negative. And the Mets are watching this game slip away as the Indians now lead them 9-4 in the bottom of the eighth inning. With the one-on-one scoreboard, I'm Anthony Pusick. All righty, thank you, Anthony. Now, before we continue the rest of the postgame show, for those of you listening to the game on 90.7, it's time for us to join Idiots Delight with Vin Skelsa. However, we will continue an extended postgame show. You want to continue listening? WFUVsports.org. On the top of the homepage, click on Sports, then click on Stream Forum Sports, and you'll see a schedule with our live and archived broadcast. Click on the appropriate link, and you can continue to listen to the postgame show. But right now, already in progress, Idiots Delight with Vin Skelsa. All right, back here on the one-on-one post-game report. DJ Sixsmith with you. Final score, Fordham 27, Villanova 24. And, folks, it was a wild game. First half went back and forth. So let's get you caught up to speed on what went down in half number one. Michael Niebrick, he came over for UConn for games just like this. And on that first possession, he led the Fordham Rams right down the field and called his own number to finish off the drive. Taking the snap is Niebrick. He drops back. He's looking right. He's going to run up the 20 to the 15. No one to beat him. 10, 5, into the end zone for the score at the pylon. 6 nothing. Fordham, Michael Niebrick, 19 yards to the end zone. So the Rams an early 7 nothing lead. Villanova, quick drive, didn't really do anything on that first possession. And on the second drive, Fordham tried to go with a little trickery, but Sam Ajala failed to find his man. Thanks, Matt. As this ball thrown up the right side, it's intercepted. It was a skip pass to the right, and it was a fake trick play, and Ajala threw it right into the hands of Cameron McCurry. The trick play goes wrong for Fordham, and Villanova gets the football right back. And the Wildcats took full advantage of this opportunity, marching right down inside the red zone. And then John Robertson, the top freshman in all the FCS last year, able to find Pater. Three receivers split wide to the left. Robertson in the gun on first down goal from the five. He takes. He runs to the left side. Inside the five. Into the end zone for the touchdown. Touchdown Villanova. Fordham seven. Villanova six. 2.50 to go in the first quarter. And the Wildcats have the extra point on the way. So all tied at the end of the first quarter. Fordham got the ball back but quickly three and out. And just as Villanova was getting their possession going, Fordham able to jar the ball loose. Four seconds left first quarter. Third down into his own 38. Takes under pressure. Drops the football. Back at the 33-yard line. Fordham's on it. Brett Beastick got in there. And at the bottom of the pile, there's going to be a Fordham Ram, and indeed it is. And those Fordham Rams didn't waste any time as Carlton Kuntz didn't find the end zone in game number one, but he found his old resting home on this drive. Three receivers wide to the right. Running back on the right hip of Niebrick. Here's the give. Kuntz up the middle. Up to the goal line and in for the score. Touchdown, Fordham. 13 points for Fordham here early in the ball game. They take a 13-7 lead with the extra point on the way. 13-02 to go in the second quarter. So the Rams are up 14-7. Let's bring Mike Watts and Nick Legerifo back into this one. Mike, how huge was that for Carlton Kuntz after being shut out from the end zone in game one to get that monkey off his back? What did it mean for the team? 
Oh, it was huge. And Carlton Kuntz, we talked about it during the game, and I think Matt Morrow brought it up. Carlton Kuntz was on the sideline telling Jorge Solano when he dropped the ball uh, and fumbled, uh, whether I think it was uh, Solano or it was the interception, rather. And he just total calm, total sereneness. He didn't allow it to get to him. Tonight, he got everything he deserved on and off the field because he was such a good leader off the field. And we all know CJ, he's as good a guy as you're going to find. For him to get into the end zone and play a big role in this game, much deserved. So Carlton Kuntz was so monumental in this game, but Villanova got the ball back. John Robertson was tired of all these turnovers, all these fumbles. He decided to take matters into his own hands and use the legs. Two receivers wide right. Quarterback sneak up the middle and in for the score is Robertson. It's 14 13 with the extra point on the way. Fordham ahead, but not for long. 11.42 to go in the second quarter. So that tied up the ball game, 14-all. Looked like Fordham was going to respond. They started moving down the field. They got inside Nova territory. All of a sudden, though, Jerry Miles had some other ideas, and he was taking this ball all the way back to the city of brotherly love. Play action on the end around to Solano. Now a throw to the right side. Solano has it intercepted as it's pulled down in the air, running back the other way and into the end zone for the pick six for the score is Villanova. It was Jerry Miles, the defensive back. It went in and out of the hands of Solano and right into the hands of a streaking Jerry Miles for the pick six. 8.21 to go second quarter. Villanova up. 2014 with the extra point on the way. Let's bring our boys from the booth back into this one. Nick, you saw this play happen. Did you think this was going to be one that Fordham looked back on and really thought could cost them? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think I definitely think that, especially since uh, they, they had the momentum early on in this game, uh, scoring first, and then they scored a, to go ahead 14-7. Uh, to seven. And then when you're, when you're playing against a team like Villanova, who's nationally ranked and there's all the hoopla surrounding them, uh, you really want to try to limit your mistakes, and, and that was a pretty costly mistake at that time. So I, I thought it was going to come back to bite them a little bit, but uh, you know they proved me wrong throughout the course of the game. So that gave Villanova a 21-14 lead. The Rams, though, were unfazed by the turnover. Everybody remembers how Patrick Murray was so big for the Rams last season, but Mike Miranda, in his own right, has been dominant with the field goals this year, and he did it with the leg once again on Fordham's sixth drive of the ballgame. Snapback. The ball is down. The kick is up. It looks good. End over end, and it is. 35-yard field goal for Mike Miranda makes it a 21-17 Villanova lead with 3.44 to go in the first half. So it was 21-17 Wildcats. Only problem, 3.30 still on the clock for Villanova. They started marching their way down the field, and just when you thought it was going to be 28-17, one of the biggest games of, sorry, biggest plays of this game came in the form of Alex Washington. Robertson in the gun. Looks, man in motion left to right. Burke, he moves to the slot left, roll to the left. Running is Robertson. He gets down to the one, and he's dropped at the one-yard line. Ball's loose. Fordham's on it. It was dropped at the six-yard line. That's where the ball finally came to a rest. Fordham says they've got it. Coming out with it is the Fordham defensive lineman, Alex Washington, and he does have it. Let's get Mike back in on this conversation. Watts, to go into the locker room only down 21-17. I mean, that was really a big play in this game and at least kept Fordham's confidence going going into the third quarter. Yeah, and DJ, I think if that ball ends up in the end zone for Villanova, this game might have been over. I, I think Coach Moorhead went into the locker room 
And there was a, a huddle outside the locker room. Matt Morrow was telling us, and he said, Moorhead was saying, give it your all right now. What do you say if you allow a touchdown with 30 seconds left at the end of the first half, suddenly you're down by two possessions? Totally different ball game. That was maybe, I think, the, the turning point of this game, although there are so many to choose. So at the end of two quarters, Fordham trailing 21-17. And after such a high-powered first half, we started getting into a little field goal game. First it was Villanova, their opening possession. Manungai got it going with a 57-yard run, but it was Hamilton who showed off the boot from 31 yards. Mark Hamilton will come on on fourth down and one from the 13-yard line of Fordham to kick a field goal. It'll be a 31-yard try. Cody Pittman will hold. Morgan Craig will snap. Hamilton, no field goals tried this year. He's 25 of 33 in his career. From 31, snap back. Ball is down. The kick is up. It's high enough, and it is good just inside the left upright. 24-17 Villanova after the field goal. Fordham down, a touchdown, and a point after with 11.52 to go in the third quarter. And to think that would be the last time in this ball game that Villanova scored any points. So Fordham got the ball back. Mike Miranda saw what Hamilton did. He goes, hey, I can one-up you. I'll show you my right leg. Chris Goff raises his hand, takes a couple steps, jogs in, and kicks off. High end over end. It's long to about the goal line. Solano brings it up from the one, around the 10. Into the far side, cuts up the middle of the field to the 30. He's out in the open to the 40, cuts to the left sideline to the 40, to the 30, and the kicker brings him down. Goff at the 30. Huge gain for Fordham, 70 yards on the return. Kickers never get any love. Jorge Solano was the big man there on an absolutely huge return, but Mike Miranda will give him his time here. He was able to bang home a 24 yarder. No wind, Fordham kicking left to right towards Keating Hall. It's a 25-yard attempt. Snap back, gets it up, gets it away, and it's good. So three points for Fordham on the 25-yard field goal attempt. And Fordham now trails again by four, 24-20 with 9-21 to go in quarter number three. So the home team down by four. A couple of traded possessions. Nova got it back. They punted. Fordham punted. And really, what you could say was the determining possession of this game. Fordham's 10th drive started all the way in the shadow of their own goalpost at the one-yard line. And folks, this was where they made their plays. A 17-play drive ended with the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Niebrick, and his legs chug it into the end zone. Niebrick alone in the backfield in the shotgun. Takes. He's looking to run up the middle. He moves to the right side. He dives for the end zone and in for the score. Touchdown, Fordham. 26-24 Rams with the extra point on the way. Let's bring Mike Watts and Nick LeGerifo back into this. Guys, I want to hear from both of you because Fordham starts at the one-yard line. Remember, Carlton Coons had that 30-yard run. Dan Light had that incredible one-handed catch, and they just continued to find a way. It went from the third quarter to the fourth quarter, and Nick, they finally finished it off on a possession where Niebrick really ran a lot, and that was his go-to all night long. Yeah, I, you, you mentioned it, DJ. Michael Niebrick had such composure on that drive, making the throws he had to make, staying in the, pre, in the pocket when there was pressure on him. And uh, he also made the runs when, when he saw openings. So he was opportunistic in the running game, and he made the precision passing when he had to. And it was just a very methodical drive that really set the tone for the rest of this game. And Watts, when you look at that big defensive line, to have Niebrick being so versatile, being so shifty, how huge was that on this possession? Yeah, well, and I talked to Coach Moorhead before the game, and he said if you can't beat the nose tackle, if you can't beat the all-CAA nose tackle, 
the middle of the field than Reedham, and that's what Michael Niebrick did. He has such great athleticism that he would look to Kuntz. Wherever the nose guard was going, he'd go the opposite way. In this case, he was alone in the backfield, but that's how you use athleticism like his, and in this case, runs it up the middle, dies for the pylon. He might be one of the most athletic quarterbacks in all of FCS, and he showed it here tonight. The guy is truly a stud, so his touchdown made it 27-24 Fordham, and as had been particular in this game, Nova was pretty good at responding, but on the ensuing kickoff, one of three turnovers late really came back to bite the Wildcats. Long end-over-end kick. Abdur Rockman picks it up at the 1, across the 10 to the 15-20, cuts in between the hashes, balls loose at the 27, and Fordham's on it! Rams ball! 10.36 to go in the fourth quarter, and the Rams with a chance to put the pedal down. And for all the blown assignments that Jordan Chapman's had this year, he made up for it on that one play by scooping that ball up, yet Fordham couldn't take advantage of it. They tried to go with a little trickery, Dan Light, the tight end, was looking deep but couldn't complete a pass. Carlton Kuntz lost a few yards, so a fourth and 20, they had to boot it away. So Villanova still down 27-24, and the man of the night, Victor DeFusco, comes up with a huge play as the wide receiver got jacked up. Second down and 10 at the 29 for Villanova on their side of the field. Two receivers wide left, one to the right. Play action, back to throw. Slings it over the middle and completes it. But it's dropped over the middle of the field and picked up by DeFusco. It's a fumble and it's Rams ball. It was dropped by Poppy Livers. So that was an absolutely huge turnover. And Mike, we got another one later as Fordham finally was able to wrap this baby up. So let's get your final thoughts on what this means for the program and how it prepares them for a Temple team next week that's 0-2 already. Uh, I mean, this one is is huge. I can't – I'm, I'm almost speechless. You heard Coach Moorhead. This is incomparable to anything he's done as the head coach here at Fordham. All the time that went in to try and make this team uh, really turn around, and you even go back to the previous coach, Tom Masella, and all the players that played a big role that he recruited – Coach Moorhead put them in great positions tonight and saw big plays from the young guys as well. The combination of all that, it culminates in what's probably the biggest win for Fordham in, in years. I mean, it, it's right up there with winning a Patriot League championship because this may have a similar impact. This is the kind of win at the end of the year where you go back and say, should Fordham get into the FCS playoffs? Look at what they did at home against Villanova. It is incomparable to anything we've seen here at jack coffee field at least the three years i've been here Un- unbelievable I-, I can't i can't put it any other way unbelievable it's been a long time coming for this fordham university rams football program mike nick great job with the call today and we'll talk to you later so once again the final score of tonight's game fordham 27 villanova 24. What a game it was. For the first time since 1920, folks, the Fordham Rams are victorious against the Villanova Wildcats, a streak that has finally snapped 93 long years. Andy Talley finally loses to Villan- uh, finally loses to Fordham. This is going to be one of those wins, guys. When you look back on it, it makes your season. And now Fordham going to Temple next week at the link. That's going to be quite an intriguing game. And there was a late turnover Three straight fumbles that really made this game for Fordham. And the last one, Abdul Rahman, the main playmaker for Villanova, coughed it up. Second and four from the 30-yard line. Man in motion. 
Abdur Rockman takes it right up the middle. He runs, breaks it free, loses the ball, and Fordham is on it. Fordham ball. Another fumble at the 25-yard line with 2.11 to go in the fourth. Unbelievable, Mike. I can't believe it. Unreal. All the turnovers after Fordham was the one turning it over in the first half. Villanova really struggled in half number two. Guys, I completely forgot I didn't get your players of the game. Mike, Nick, Come on, who you got? I, I'm sorry. You know, such a great game. So much to get to, but so many great choices. Mike, why don't you start it off? Who do you got for me? Well, I mean, if you're going to put me on the spot that way, why not? I, look, there, there are two guys that come to mind for Fordham, and I'll leave one for you if you want. I, I look at DeFusco, and I look at, at Niebrick. I'm going to go with Niebrick here because, look, it, things didn't necessarily go Fordham's way at the end. They weren't able to punch the ball in the end zone like they would have liked. Niebrick as a rusher is a game changer. He was everything tonight. For all the errant passes that, that may have occurred where the ball was just a little overthrown and the ball went through someone's hands, he found a way. This is why he came here. This is why Coach Moorhead recruited him at UConn and brought him here. So really, really great job by him. As for looking at Villanova, I look at that front, you know, front three, and I got to look. I, I, it's tough to really pick between the two because they both played, I think, very solid games. We saw Rakim Cox go down with an injury, but I thought he was excellent. He is all CAA for a reason. He was all tonight uh, in my book on, on the all tonight team. He was really, really good. What about you, Nick? Yeah, uh, from the Fordham side, uh, you mentioned it. Victor DeFusco, I thought, was the man of the game. Uh, just from the defensive side of the ball, every time there was a huge play, he was the guy doing it, uh, whether it was stopping Villanova on a critical goal line stand or causing a fumble or even recovering a fumble. DeFusco was everywhere for the De Fordham defense. Uh, so he's my player of the game for Fordham. And then uh, for Villanova, I would have to say that it's uh, Anthony Lewis, Who's their nose guard? You mentioned the, the Mike. That is, you mentioned how uh, how important their top three, their uh, defensive line was, and uh, Lewis was was a game changer at the nose guard position. Fordham always had to account for where he was, and he made a several plays that uh, really disrupted Fordham's offense. And so Nick, he gets that one. Yeah, and to say the least, we're going to see guys like that against Temple all the way across the defense, and that's why it's so important to see those guys maybe mitigated in the second half. Yeah, so in, in terms of uh, how Fordham stacks up against Temple, this is a good measuring stick to see because they're going to see a similar defensive line, similar offensive line next week. And uh, I think Fordham proved to themselves and the nation that they could play with the big boys. And, Mike, right now Fordham's riding high, but going into Temple, two of your main players in Brian Wetzel and Jake Rodriguez got shaken up in this game. So what's Fordham going to need to do to get these guys healthy, and can they go on and beat Temple if they don't have Wetzel or Rod? Well, and luckily for Fordham, two guys really stepped up. Marcus Jones didn't catch. I, I don't know if he actually caught any passes. I think Tabaki was the main guy on that side of the field. He was a really excellent blocker, and that can't be understated. I thought he was really good on screens. They threw it to Bucky probably four times in the second half on screen plays. And look, Jake Rodriguez makes a ton of tackles. He's the rock in the middle of the defense. But at least for one night, like Coach Moorhead said, twos and threes, you're one play away from being a one. I'm not sure what the situation is with Jake Rodriguez. I hope we find out this week or maybe even tonight. But I got to tell you, Victor DeFusco played like a 1A. I mean, he was unbelievable all over the field. If he plays like that next week, you know, Jake Rodriguez and him, they should be playing back and forth the rest of the season.
The Rams heading to the city of brotherly love for a tilt with the Temple Owls. Hey, Nick, how many Philly cheesesteaks do you think Watts gets down next week? Three over under. Oh, way over. Over? over. <laughs> he was saying in the before we went on the air that he could play nose guard. He wants to play nose guard, so he's got to get he's gotta I, I get gotta at least beef three. up. Yep. <laughs> Where's the beef, DJ? Where's the beef? <laughs> we'll definitely be hitting up some Philly cheesesteaks next week. Guys, great job, and we'll see you back here at the studio. So what a win it was for the Fordham University Rams. The final score, once again, 27-24. When you look to this Temple matchup next week, obviously Temple's had two tough opponents so far. They went to South Bend, played Notre Dame, only scored six points. Played a good Houston team today, only scored 13 points. So the Temple situation right now is one that you look at where Fordham 2-0 in the FCS, Temple 0-2 in the FBS. You can't look at the records right now. Obviously, like the guys were saying, a similar situation for Fordham. Going up against the big boys for Temple. So in the trenches, you got to think the Owls have the advantage. But I'm looking at the outside right now. I see guys like Sam Ajala to Bucky Jones, and when he's healthy, Brian Wetzel. Those are three of the best wide receivers in the entire country. I don't care who's playing defense. I don't care if you got the Georgia Bulldogs running back there against the Fordham Rams. All I'm saying is that Ajala, seven catches today. To Bucky Jones, nine catches. Absolutely a career high for him in a Fordham University uniform. So they have plenty of weapons. Then Dan Light, six catches for him. So Carlton Koontz is another guy, 89 yards. You got all the weapons you need offensively. It's going to come down to the defensive side of the ball for football, like it, like it did for the Rams tonight against Villanova. They were able to get the turnovers when they needed them. If they can do that next week, they got a great opportunity. And when I look back to last year, Fordham at Cincinnati, the Rams are right in that game in the first half. A bad turnover early, a missed field goal by Patrick Murray, and that's the reason why the Bearcats ran away within the second half. It's all about staying close in the first 10 minutes of that game. If you could do it, you're Fordham, you're right in there. And let me tell you, Joe Moorhead's team has the confidence at this point. They just took down number eight Villanova, okay? Nothing faces this team anymore. They can't win the Patriot League, but you know what? They don't care. They are on to bigger and better things. And boy, we can't wait for that one. 1 p.m. is the start next Saturday. Mike Watts, Matt Rosenberg, DJ Sixman, that's me. I'll be there, and I can't wait for it. So, once again, the final score of tonight's game, Fordham 27 and Villanova 24. The executive producer of Fordham Football is Mr. Bob Ahrens. Producer of today's game has been the one and only Julian Atienza. Field engineer and producer, the well-dressed Dom Nardone. And our studio engineer, Mike Boom Boom Powell. Thanks to Fordham Sports Information Director Joe DeBerry and his staff for all their assistance. So, next Saturday, put in your calendar, folks. We've got more Fordham football action for you as the Rams travel to Philly to take on the Temple Owls. Kickoffs at 1 p.m. We'll be on with the one-on-one pregame show, airing at 12.50 right here on the dial, 90.7, and online, WFUVsports.org. So until those times, for Mike Watts and Nick Legerifo and Matt Moore on the sideline, and of course, our man in the studio, Anthony Pusick, with the updates, and our highlight producers, Patrick Burns and Kenny DeJean, this is DJ Sixsmith. Have a great evening, everybody. Fordham Rams football is an exclusive production of WFUV Sports.